Uh, welcome back to Cardinal Lowry, episode number 89, and we are back. NFL kicking off, college football, crazy week. LA playoffs soon approaching. Sam Carter, how are you doing? And my question to start off is, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Um, I'm doing pretty good, and toast with butter. That's it? That's it. Just toast? Not even two That's... pieces, just one. That's a bit. That's a bit saddening. I don't know what you expected. You know, full course meal. I don't know. So I wanted. To, I think you need to fuel your body with a little more. Well, I certainly needed it, as my stomach was hurting throughout second block. Understandable. All right. Well, let's kick it over to the MLB, and you saw the Mariners got a dramatic win. And somehow Sam was watching this game, and I wasn't. I was. Uh, <laughs> the Mariners <laughs> stormed back from being down 7-2 to going into the ninth. Tied up. I mean, they take the lead. And then J-Rod and then Inizio Suarez uh, come back and win the game for the Mariners. Julio Rodriguez goes 3-4 for four with two home runs. Jansen with the loss. Seaball with the win. And then uh, the Orioles basically out of playoff contention. Lost to the Red Sox 1-0 in a sad game. And uh, Sam, reflections on this Orioles season. And uh, how how do you feel about the Mariners? Just kind of give it all to me in one piece. Um, well, I have to start with, you know, the Orioles, obviously. Um, it, it is so, or sad, you know, after a pretty good, you know, back half of the season. Uh, to drop off like this. Um, but, you know, the future is bright, I would say. You know, less of the same that we've seen the past few years. Um, but, you know, to talk about the Mariners, you know, maybe not as bad as the Orioles have been. But, you know, w- when was the last time this Mariners made the playoffs? 2001. Ooh. When was the last time the O's made the playoffs? 2014, I think. Oh. The Mariners have the longest active streak in professional sports. Okay, well, then, you know, that'll be monumental. Yeah, big story. Yeah. Um, At least they're going to cruise into the playoffs, hopefully, because they only have, you know, no no more games left against opponents above 500. That's nice to finish up the season. But, yeah, a future looking bright for the O's for sure. All right, now it is time for an epic weekend of college football. Oh, I got to remind you, Aaron Judge, 55 home runs. Pujols is at 697. So they're both chasing the milestones there. And let's start off with North Carolina taking on Georgia State at Georgia State. Drake May with another impressive game. Going efficient, 19 for 24, 284 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, next up, UNC will take on Notre Dame. Who lost to Marshall and George Day will take on Charlotte. Uh, Sam, uh, we're not going to talk about you know the Notre Dame game specifically today, but what's the reaction to the loss? And could we see North Carolina get a win against Notre Dame? They had the bye week, but in two weeks' time from now, um, Carolina has a has a lot to work on before they take on Notre Dame. Um, obviously, Notre Dame. 0-2, right? Yeah, they're 0-2. 0-2. Um, 
Um, I mean, one loss against the number three Ohio State team. Um, but a loss to Marshall, that really hurts. Um, I mean, it's one thing when you lose to App State, kind of known for being the giant killer. Um, but Marshall? I mean, come on now. Uh, Notre Dame is not a top ten team. Um so I would say Carolina definitely has a shot, but you know this this Notre Dame team is gonna want it bad. Um, so I do not see it happening. Okay, well that'll be a big game uh, in Chapel Hill. And uh, speaking of Appalachian State, we'll get to them later. Uh, but North Carolina will take on Notre Dame. And just think, like think about how close they were to like, like we were like this team might beat Ohio State last week. We were thinking that at halftime that this was gonna happen. And look yeah. where we are now. I mean, not even ranked, you know? Crazy. Crazy stuff in college mm-hmm. football. All right. Over to Clemson Furman. Just a, you know, a, a much more classy, clean game from the Clemson Tigers. 35-12 against their in-state rivals. Not in rivals. You know, you know, adjacent school Furman. Uh, Up the road. DJ with a solid 19-32, 209 yards, one touchdown. Clemson will take on Louisiana Tech next week, and Furman will be at ETSU. Sam, thoughts on the win? Thoughts on the quarterback situation? What needs to be improved? Just what do you, um, see? you know, if I was Dabo, I you know wouldn't make either guy the guy. I you know I would say start DJ. You know if he's playing, if he put in Cade and see how he can perform, um, especially in these early games against uh, non-Power 5 opponents. Um, you know, I think that it's a learning curve, um, but the margin for error is very slim. So you got to do it against these uh, weaker teams um, and try and figure that out. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you know, the test coming up. You got Wake and you got NC State coming up on the ballot in the two of the next three weeks. So definitely the curve for the tests are coming up. And uh, let's see if Clemson can handle it. And then what people argue is the best game of the week, Alabama taking on Texas. And uh, Texas gets the late field goal to go ahead by two. But then, uh, you know, that man in Alabama – Bryce Young doing a little shimmy, escape, and runs it down for, for the clutchness. But almost was it going to be like a 50-yard field goal. Turns to a chip shot. Alabama wins. Young with, you know, 213 yards and a touchdown. An iffy game. But Texas is definitely back, and they're ranked 21st now, even with the loss. Sam, how vulnerable is this Alabama team? And do they deserve to be notched off that number one ranking in favor of Georgia? Um, I feel like Texas is a really difficult place to play. Um, I mean, it's gotta be, it's probably top 10 largest college stadiums, right? Yeah, I would definitely think so. Um, I mean, and that fan base is crazy. Um, so I, I actually give more credit to, Alabama in facing the adversity 
um, and, and getting a win. Obviously, it hurts to, to be in that position anyway, but um, I mean, you got to look for the silver lining. I don't think that Alabama deserves to be uh, knocked off from the number one spot, but, you know, I feel like the race for the number one spot in the AP poll is so tight. And we really don't know how much better Georgia is than Alabama, so it doesn't really matter. Right. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, the AP poll is so preemptive this early in the season. But, uh, yeah, you know, definitely going to be tight down the stretch. Who's going to be number one? But, um, you know, great stuff. And then we turn to the heroes of college football, Appalachian State, going to College Station and getting the win 17-14. to 14. Uh, Bryce, uh, at, at, you know, he's got 15 for 30, 144, 134 yards, one touchdown. It was the defense that got it done, going on the road to a number six team, late missed field goal. Now college game day is coming to App State. You know, Sam, what is the emotion surrounding this this game for you? Um, well, less for me and more, you know, for my brother and all the people up in Boone, um, you, we really should have had Bobby on here to talk about the atmosphere at Boone after that game and then going into this weekend with game day. But, you know, I, I just talked to him earlier today. He was saying, you know, people are jumping in the lake. They're, you know, breaking stuff. I mean, people are getting expelled for, you know, rampaging campus because, like, this is the biggest win since, what Michigan. was it, 03? It was like 06, I think. 06 against Michigan. Um, I mean, we really should have had him on here. Maybe we can next week. Um, right, to talk about so, game day. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I saw the baby thing, yeah. the baby thing, and the lake got destroyed. Yeah, People jumped found, on it. They found they, the arm behind the football stadium. That's that's a great story. Crazy. Well, <laughs> you know, App State's wild. I, I mean, I definitely got to tune in uh, Saturday, you know, before, right. you know, the, that game. I mean, that's just going to be incredible. I wonder where they're going to have it, though. Like, where are they going to set up the – Probably right up in the courtyard, right up at the little rock statue is where I'd imagine they'd have it. Yeah. Um, but huge win. Texas A&M falls to 24th in the country. Um, you know, just looking, let's do a quick rankings check. Let me pull that up for you. Okay, looking at the rankings, you have the biggest moves. Obviously, we already talked about Georgia going to number one. Uh, Kentucky goes to ninth after they take down Florida in the swamp. Uh, Tennessee climbs up to 15th, NC State back up to 16th, uh, Baylor falls big to 17th, um, you know, Texas A&M obviously the big faller, and uh, Marshall almost, almost is ranked, and so is Appalachian State. Um, so Sam, before we end up college football here, last question, should App State be ranked right now? Yes, oh, App State should be number 20. I mean, name name the top, name the number twenty five through twenty. 
Number oh, excuse me. Number twenty, Ole Miss. Okay. Twenty one, Texas. Twenty two, Penn State. Twenty three, Pitt. Twenty four, Texas and M. And twenty five is Oregon. How okay one? How is Texas and M going to be ranked above App State after they lost? That's my first point. Then, I bet you. All five of those teams go to the Rock, Kid Brewer Stadium, and lose. All so, of them. Should, so should North Carolina be ranked, given their win at App I State? would give North Carolina special circumstances being in-state. You know, there's a lot – I mean, there's more North Carolina fans, obviously, than App State fans, just because of the bandwagon. Um, and, you know, they're all over the state, whereas – App State is pretty concentrated in the mountains. Right. And, you know, North Carolina fans are traveling. I bet you that crowd was probably 40% Carolina. Okay. So, I give Carolina special circumstances. I mean, North Carolina is undefeated, though. So, maybe they should be ranked. And, you know, maybe if they beat Notre Dame and then take it on a Virginia Tech team that's struggling, they go 5-0. and You know, they head into – Wake Forest in a big matchup this ranked. So, right. ACC, don't overlook the ACC. Don't overlook us. All right, let's flip it over to the NFL. And, you know, I think the most two most exciting games were the Panthers and the Steelers. So that's perfect for me and Sam. Let's start it off with the Panthers taking on the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield sloppy in this one. You know, just a terrible, terrible start um, for the Panthers. But they got it back on track. They get the lead. And then, you know, the sky falls down. 58-yard game-winning field goal by Cade York. Um, the Cleveland Browns are 1-0 for the first time since 2004, interestingly. Um, but just looking at a quick little look at that box score, um, Baker Mayfield, 6 for 17, 235 yards, a touchdown interception. That interception was terrible. I mean, he threw it right to the guy. You know, I'm trying – I'm trying so hard as a Panthers fan with this team, but I think there's a little bit, a little bit of hope because Cleveland is an all right team. So a little bit of hope. And then let's go over to the Steelers and Browns. Epic game, missed field goals in overtime. T.J. Watt leaves with a with a injury. He worked a little bit too much of this muscle. He leaves with a pectoral injury. Well, Gen Z comedy for you. And then. Um, you know, the Steelers win it with the game-winning field goal. You know, epic stuff. Beat Cincinnati on the road. Um, you know, Sam, what's the reaction? You said you'd be invigorated if the Steelers could pull this win off. You know, what, what are the thoughts? Well, you know, you saw me just after it happened. There was a lot of excitement. Uh, there was a lot of devastation watching this game. You know, you think, oh, Bengals going to win this game with this field goal. Kick it, miss it. Steelers get the ball, marching. Next score wins the game. Kick it, miss it. Bengals get the ball back. You think they're going to march it and score. They're in field goal range. Joe Burrow fumbles it. You know, he falls on it. They're out of field goal range, have to punt. What um, was that punt? Oh my gosh! Way out of field goal range. 
I don't care. Go for it. You're playing for a tie with a punt. That is that is a terrible decision. I don't care. If it, it is overtime and you both teams have had the ball, you do not punt. Yeah. Especially with less than a minute left. Okay, worst case scenario, they get the ball back at the 50. Right, and they still lost. Right. I, I, that is a terrible – never. Punting in overtime, you better be like first possession – like, you got three and out. Like, okay. But you're at midfield. I mean, worst Yeah, I would worst agree. Case, I would say go for it. Worst case scenario, you run it up the gut and you get like seven yards and you take off, you know, 30 seconds on the clock. So I just think, man, what a terrible decision. But props to the Steelers. And I yeah. uh, hope TJ Watt can recover because he's really the center of that defense. They're really going to need him down the stretch. Sam, I'm playing your fantasy team this week. Charlotte Big Bird takes on primetime. What's the name? Charlotte Big Bird. Where's that come from? What's the inspiration? Um, I have the Big Bird keychain on my keys. You're just the Charlotte Big Bird. All right. Well, uh, primetime is coming. You know, I put up a big week last week, so look out. Also saw an emotional comeback game for Russell Wilson, but they didn't make it. The Broncos did not win. Seahawks hold on. Awesome game. The crowd was electric in Seattle last night. That was a pretty good game. But uh, looking forward to NFL Week 2 and looking forward to Cordillary episode number 90. Into Listen the- to this. Hold up. Okay. So, you know, my team, you just were talking about it, Charlotte Big Bird, took the L this week, 134.66 to 134.92. Jack Cole, come on, man. What is this? He told me he didn't even realize what was going on. The perils of fantasy football in America. Well, that is going to do it for episode number 89 of Cardinal Lowry. Next week will be in the 90s of Cardinal Lowry. And here from us next Tuesday. 